Hi, this is Joel and Victoria. Thanks for listening to our podcast and thanks for supporting the ministry. If you enjoyed today's message, why don't you be a blessing and share it with a friend? We appreciate you and pray for God's very best in your life. God bless you. It's a joy to come into your homes. We love you. We know that God has good things in store for you. And when you seek after God, you'll find him. And I just believe that even today, your life's going to be better for having tuned in. So I just thank you for being a part of this next half hour. And if you're ever in our area, I hope you'll please stop by and be a part of one of our services. We'd love to meet you in person. So come on by and see us sometime. But thanks for joining us today. I like to get started each week with something kind of funny. And I heard about this new pastor that moved into town and he was going door to door visiting people. And he came to this one house and it was obvious someone was home, but nobody would answer the door. So he took his card out and he just wrote Revelation 320 on the back and he stuck it in the door. Well, the next Sunday after the service, an usher handed him his same card and below his message was the scripture reference Genesis 320. Here's what they say. The pastor's word was Revelation 3.20. It says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man opens the door, I will come in. The reply was Genesis 3.10. It says, I heard your voice and I was afraid because I was naked. (laughs) All right, hold up your Bible. Say it like you mean it. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I will be taught the Word of God. I boldly confess my mind is alert, my heart is receptive, I will never be the same. In Jesus' name, God bless you. I want to talk to you today about not being frustrated and really believing that God is in control of your life. I see too many people going around upset and discouraged. They're always fighting against everything. They're not happy with where they are in life, frustrated because they're not married, or upset because somebody's not treating them right. They're constantly at work on the inside, worried, trying to reason things out, trying to change things that only God can change. And I believe that we create much of our own unhappiness. We create much of our own frustration by constantly resisting and fighting everything that's going on in our lives. We don't understand why our prayers aren't being answered, why things aren't changing sooner, why has this happened to me? And a lot of times we end up with all this unrest and uneasiness on the inside. But I want to challenge you today to learn to relax and just accept the place where you are. It may not be a great place. We all have things we want to see change things we want to see happen sooner. But if we really believe that God is in control, if we really believe that He's directing our steps, then each one of us is exactly where we're supposed to be. And we shouldn't be resisting it all the time. And yes, we should resist the enemy. We should resist sickness. But that doesn't mean that every minute we're fighting and struggling. And I know people, they just wear themselves out. They're constantly praying, resisting, rebuking. God, you've got to change this situation. Change my husband. I don't like my job and my child won't do right. Oh, listen, you've got to turn all of that over to God. Your attitude should be, God, I'm trusting you. 
I know that you're in control of my life and I may not understand everything that's happening, but God, I believe you have my best interest at heart. So I'm not going to go around resisting and struggling. I'm going to relax and start enjoying my life. Friends, that'll take all the pressure off of you. The Bible says to be still and know that I am God. Some of you need to get still. You need to get at peace with where you are right now. Things may not be perfect. You may have some areas that you need to improve in. But as long as we're living upset, worried, stressed out, we're just tying the hands of Almighty God. And if you could just get to a place of peace, then God could fight your battles for you. Then He can turn those situations around. And the Scripture says here in Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 3, those who have believed enter in to the rest of God. Being in God's rest means that you have a problem, but you're trusting God to take care of it. It means that you have a situation that you don't understand, but you're not constantly trying to figure it out. It means you have a dream in your heart, but you're not in a hurry. You're not frustrated because it hasn't come to pass yet. In other words, when you're really in God's rest, you know that God has you in the palm of his hand. And no matter where you are, you accept it as the place God wants you to be. I'm not saying that God wants you to stay there, but if you're really trusting him, if you really believe he's in control, then wherever you are, either good or bad, is exactly where you're supposed to be. And if it's not a good place, maybe something unfair has happened. Maybe somebody's not treating you right, or maybe you're struggling financially. Still, that doesn't give us the right to live upset and frustrated. We have to understand that God has promised He will use whatever comes into our lives for our good. He'll use that difficulty to do a work in you. It may not be good, but if you'll keep the right attitude, He'll use it for your good. But what I want you to see today is where you are is exactly where God wants you to be. Quit resisting it. Quit fighting it. Learn to embrace the place where you are. That'll take all the pressure off of you. Well, you say, Joel, you don't understand my circumstances. I'm doing the right thing, but the wrong thing's happening to me. Or I'm in a lousy marriage. Or people aren't treating me right. Or I've had some bad breaks in life. No, please don't use that as an excuse to live your life sour. Think about Joseph. He spent 13 years in prison for something that he didn't do. He could have constantly fought that. He could have spent all his time trying to figure out why. He could have easily lived his life upset, negative, bitter. But he didn't do that. He simply embraced the place where he was. His attitude was, God, this is where you have me right now. I may not like it. I may not understand it. I don't think it's fair, but I'm not dwelling on any of that. This is the hand that I've been dealt, so I'm going to keep my head held high and keep doing my best, knowing that in the end, you're going to use this all to my advantage. That's exactly what God did for him, and God will do the same thing for any one of you. But some of you right now, you're frustrated because you're not married yet. You're not going to be happy until you find yourself a man, find yourself a woman, No, why don't you just relax and enjoy the place where God has you right now? Do you know being frustrated is not going to make it happen any sooner? Worrying about it and being upset all the time is just going to slow the process down. And some of you pray every five minutes telling God what to do and how to do it, what he should look like, 
what kind of car he should drive, how tall he should be, how much money he should make. God, I've got to get married. I can't take it another month. No, listen, you've already told God a thousand times what you want. Why don't you just relax and say, God, not my will, but yours be done. I'm turning this over to you, God. I believe you've got my best interest at heart. And it's okay to be honest with God. God, you know, I'd like to see it happen today, but God, I'm going to trust you and believe at the right time, you're going to bring the right person into my life. That's what it means to trust God. Quit trying to figure it all out and quit resisting against everything. One of my favorite scriptures is Romans 8, 28. All things work together for good when you love the Lord. And if you can just stay in an attitude of faith, God will cause it to work for your good. Well, Joel, these people at work aren't treating me right. I'm uncomfortable. I don't like it. I want to get rid of it. Now, you know what I found? We can't pray away everything uncomfortable in our lives. God is not going to instantly remove every difficulty from you. He uses those things to do a work in us. It's in the tough times that God develops our character. The fact is, we don't grow nearly as much when everything is easy. We grow when it's difficult. And of course, none of us like being uncomfortable, but it'll help you to press through it if you can just remember God is going to get some good out of that. You're going to come out of that stronger than before. He's getting you prepared for greater things. But here's the whole key. You have to pass the test. And if you're dragging around defeated and worried and negative, trying to figure everything out and just fighting against everything that's not going your way, then you're just prolonging that process. You've got to recognize you are where you are for a reason. Maybe it's because of your choices, or maybe it's just an attack of the enemy. But whatever it is, God will not allow anything to come into your life unless he has a purpose for it. You may not like it. You may be uncomfortable. But if you'll keep the right attitude, in the end, you're going to come out of that stronger and better off than you were before. But we have to understand our faith is not going to instantly deliver us out of every problem. Most of the time, our faith is going to carry us through the problem. And some of the things that you're praying for God to remove right now, if he did, you wouldn't be prepared for the promotion that he has in store. He's using what you're going through to get you ready. And so if you're not getting your way, doesn't mean that God doesn't love you. If your prayers aren't being answered in the way you want on your timetable, doesn't mean God's probably mad at you. He's probably trying to punish you. No, get a bigger vision than that. Maybe it means God has something better in store. Maybe it means he's protecting you from danger up ahead. Or maybe God is just trying to do a work in you so he can take you to a whole new level. Why don't you quit resisting everything that's going on in your life? Why don't you quit fighting against everything that doesn't go your way? Well, you say, Joy, it seems like God never answers my prayers. He never does what I want. Well, maybe God is answering your prayers. He's simply saying no. Or maybe he's saying it's not the right time. Or maybe he's saying, I'm not going to remove that until you change your attitude and quit complaining about it. If you just make those simple adjustments, you'd see things begin to improve. I don't know about you, but... I can look back in my life now and many times I thank God that he didn't answer one of my prayers because what I thought was the best for me wasn't the best at all. And if you push and push and try to make things happen, 
Finally, God will let you have your way and you'll have to learn the hard way. And I see people that just jump into a relationship or jump into a business. They didn't feel good about it, but they wanted it so badly. And friends, God is a gentleman. If you want your way, he'll let you have your way. But most of the time when we do that, we end up settling for second best. And so if things are not going as fast as you would like today, if you're not seeing things change in your favor, just relax and learn to trust God. Know this, God is on your side. He is not trying to hold you back. Nobody in the world wants you to fulfill your destiny more than Almighty God. Nobody in the world wants you to see those dreams come to pass than Almighty God. He's the one that puts the dream in your heart. Learn to trust Him. Let Him lead you and guide you. And don't get upset if you're not always getting your way. I really believe one of the best prayers that we could ever pray is, God, not my will, but your will be done. I pray it every day. God, open up the right doors and close the wrong doors. I found if you'll stay open and follow your heart, God will protect you. It says in Proverbs, if you acknowledge God in all your ways, he will direct your paths. One translation says, he'll crown your efforts with success. I know when I have a decision to make, sometimes three or four options all look good. And I used to really agonize over that. Think, man, I don't know which way I should go. But now I've learned to say, God, this is what I feel good about. This is what I think is best for me. And I believe, God, because I am acknowledging you, you're going to direct my path. The scripture talks about because of the integrity of our hearts, God will keep us from making a mistake. That means he'll close the wrong doors and he'll open the right doors. And so if you're acknowledging God today, and I believe you are, you wouldn't be here, you wouldn't be tuned in. If you're doing your best to keep God first and things aren't going your way, something's not changing, your prayers aren't being answered, don't get upset. Know that God is in control. You may not understand it, but God's ways are not our ways. Dare to trust Him. Dare to believe that He knows exactly what's best for you. I remember a few months ago, myself and some of our staff members were flying to another city. We were on this smaller plane. It only had one seat on each side of the aisle. And after we took off, I wanted to get my tray table out so I could make some notes. And the tray table on this particular plane came right out of the side underneath my window. There was a little sign here that said pull. And so I pulled and pulled and pulled, but I couldn't get it open. It was stuck. And my friend Johnny was sitting across the way. And I went over to his seat and his window looked exactly like mine. And he pulled his tray table right out. And so I went back to mine and I yanked and I struggled and I pulled. I thought, I'm going to get this tray table out. It's the last thing I ever do. And so I just pulled and pulled and still wouldn't come out. Johnny, about that time he came over and he's pretty strong, not as strong as me, but he started pulling and pulling. He couldn't get it out either. One of our other staff members, they came over and finagled with it. They couldn't get it. And finally, I just sat down across the way and it just so happened that I looked up and right above that window where we had been pulling, there was a little sign and in big bold letters, it said, no tray table, this seat, emergency exit only. I said, dear God, thank you for not letting me have my way. Thank you for not opening up that door. And thank goodness the people that designed that knew there'd be people like me on board. 
because they put a latch up top where you had to use both hands. If not, that would have been the last thing that I ever did. (laughs) But sometimes we're just like that. God, give it to me. I got to have it my way, God, or I'm not going to be happy. No, you may end up nearly flying out the window like I did. (laughs) Thank God he knows what's best for us. Thank God that he's merciful and he doesn't always give us our way. And I've learned, I've learned now that when my prayers aren't being answered or when things aren't happening as fast as I would like, that either means that God is protecting me from danger up ahead or it's not the right time or God has something better in store. Don't be hard-headed. Don't fight against everything. It's funny, this lady told me the other day, she went back to her 25-year high school reunion and she couldn't wait to see this old boyfriend, this guy she had dated in high school. He was the star football player, strong, tall, dark, handsome. Everybody loved this guy. But when he went away to college, he broke it off with this young lady. And she was so heartbroken back then. She was so devastated. She just didn't think she could ever live without him. But 25 years later, when he walked into this high school reunion, she said, Joel, he didn't look like the star football player. He looked more like the football. (laughs) He had gone from being Mr. Macho to being Mr. Couch Potato. And she said, thank you, Lord, you knew what you were doing. (laughs) But ladies, quit looking at your husband. I'm not talking about that man. (laughs) Your husband is tall, dark, and handsome, by faith anyway. (laughs) But God knows what's best for each one of us. Let's learn to trust Him. And when disappointments come, and they come to every one of us, when our plans don't work out, when things don't go our way, know this, God still has you in the palm of His hand. When you say, Joel, my coworker got the promotion I was praying for, and I got more experience than they do. Well, that must mean God has something better in store for you. But you've got to pass the test. You've got to be happy for them. You've got to keep a smile on your face. Well, my neighbor just bought a brand new home. They never come to church. I come every Sunday. I give in every offering. That's not fair. No, keep your head held high knowing that your day is coming. God is keeping the records. In due season, you shall reap if you just don't faint. But some of you today, you're living so frustrated because you're fighting against everything that doesn't go your way. You need to just relax, lighten up, and take the pressure off yourself. The Bible says in Romans that joy and peace are found in believing. When you get frustrated, when you lose your peace, first thing you need to do is check up on your believing. Well, nothing good ever happens to me. I don't think I'll ever get married. I had not had a date in 10 years. I don't think I'll ever get out of debt, Joel. No, quit dwelling on that junk. Believe that God's in control. Believe that he's going to turn that situation. Believe that all things are going to work together for your good. I know the first year I went away to college, I applied at the university to get a job at the television studio. They had this big production facility. It was very well known, and I'd always wanted to be a part of it. That was my passion, television production. And so the first week, I went and met with the production manager. He was in charge of all the cameramen and hiring all the assistants. And at that point, I had several years of camera experience. And he was the nicest man in the world. He went out of his way to be kind to me and took a couple of hours to show me around. We seemed to really hit it off. But when it came time for me to leave, he said, Joel, I'll call you later this week and I'll let you know about the job. Well, that week went by and I didn't hear from him. The next week, nothing. The next week, still nothing. And so finally, I called him 
And he was always either busy or out of town. And it was the strangest thing. I didn't think I would have any problem getting that job, but the door just wasn't opening. And I wanted it so badly, but I could see it just wasn't meant to be. And finally, I just accepted it. I just embraced it and I thought, no big deal. I'm just going to let it go. And do you know, looking back now, I realized that if I had taken that position, I don't think I would have ever been open to coming back to Lakewood to start a television outreach. I know my personality, I would have been so caught up in the excitement. I would have loved it so much. I'm sure I just would have stayed right there. But see, God knows what's best for us. And even though that looked great to me at the time, even though I was disappointed, I didn't know where God was taking me. I didn't know what God had in store. And too often, we're short-sighted. All we can see is a little ways down the road, but God can see the big picture. He knows when something's going to be a dead end. He knows when something's going to be a distraction that'll hinder us from our destiny. Now, I'm convinced some of the things that you're frustrated about right now, you'll look back 10 years from now like I did, and you'll thank God for not answering that prayer or for not opening up that door. You may not be able to see it right now, but that's what faith is all about. Why don't you trust God? Why don't you believe that he's got you in the palm of his hand? And know this, when it comes time for God to open a door, no man can keep it shut. No obstacle is too high. Your enemies may be powerful, but our God is all powerful. And when God says it's time to promote you, you're going to be promoted. And the good news is, it's not going to be one second late. Suddenly, God can turn any situation around. Suddenly, God can cause a door to open. All it takes is one touch of God's favor. And our attitude should be, I'm not going to live upset and frustrated. I know that everything is going to be all right. I know that in the end, it's all going to work out to my advantage. I know some of you right now, you're going through very difficult times. But just remember, God has promised he'll never let you go through more than you can handle. Well, you say, Joel, I don't understand why this has happened to me. I don't understand why my prayers haven't been answered. Why did I get sick? Why did my marriage not last? Let me tell you something important. Quit trying to figure out why. Some things you're never going to understand. If you're always trying to figure it out, it's just going to bring frustration and confusion. Learn to just go with the flow. And know this, as long as you're doing your best, as long as you're keeping your heart pure before God, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. It may not be easy, but in the end, God's going to use it to your advantage. And a part of faith is trusting God, even when we don't understand it. I talked to a good friend of mine this week. He just found out that he has cancer. And I called him to encourage him. And I thought he'd be all down and depressed, but I was pleasantly surprised. He said, no, Joel, I'm at peace. I don't like this, but I know that God is still in control. And I believe in my heart of hearts that he's going to bring me through with the victory. And see, even in your times of great difficulty, even if the bottom falls out, you don't have to be distraught and let yourself get all worked up. Do you know staying in peace in the midst of the storm is spiritual warfare? Sometimes we think we've always got to be praying, resisting, quoting scriptures every minute. And of course, there's nothing wrong with that. But really, just remaining at rest, remaining in peace, keeping your joy, keeping a smile on your face, That's all a part of fighting the good fight of faith. 
And if you're in a situation like that today, let me just encourage you, God is still in control of your life. He made your body. Don't sit around depressed and discouraged. Your attitude should be, God, I'm trusting you. I know you can do what men can't do, and I'm committing my life into your hands. And that's the kind of people that God is looking for. People that have a made-up mind. People that say, God, I'm going to trust you if I get my way or if I don't get my way. God, I'm going to trust you in the good times, and I'm going to trust you in the tough times. Like those three Hebrew teenagers back in the Old Testament. They wouldn't bow down to the king's golden idol. And the king got so upset, he was about to throw them into the fiery furnace. And I love their attitude. They said, King, we're not worried about it. We know that our God will deliver us. But even if he doesn't, we're still not going to bow down. Notice, they embraced the place where they were, even though it was difficult, even though they didn't like it. And I'm asking you to do the same thing today. Quit living frustrated because your prayers didn't get answered in the way you wanted. Quit being depressed because you're not as far in your career as you'd hoped or because you have a problem in your marriage or in your finances. No, just keep pressing forward. Keep your joy. Keep your enthusiasm. You may not be exactly where you'd hoped to be, but know this, God is still in control of your life. And as long as you keep passing that test, all the forces of darkness cannot keep you from fulfilling your God-given destiny. And some of you today, you can go out of here with a heavy burden lifted off of you. You don't have to fight and struggle all the time, trying to change everybody and change everything. No, just embrace the place where you are. God is in control. He's doing a work in you. He's guiding you. He's directing you. Why don't you take the pressure off yourself? Don't be like a chicken that goes around working all the time, pecking, flapping and flapping, but never getting off the ground. Be like an eagle. An eagle doesn't struggle. An eagle doesn't get frustrated. An eagle just puts his wings out and he catches the thermal winds and he begins to soar. If the winds aren't there, he waits. He doesn't try to make things happen. He knows how to just go with the flow. And if that eagle encounters a storm, he doesn't get frustrated and try to fight his way through it. You know what he does? He goes up higher. He rises above it. And if you're in a storm today, if you're facing difficulties, the word you need to hear is rise above it. Quit fighting it. Quit trying to change things that only God can change. Go up higher. Get your peace back. Get your joy back. Believe that God's in control. Believe that he's going to turn it around. Believe that he's got a great plan for your life. Friends, if you'll learn to embrace the place where you are and not always be fighting and struggling, then you'll be like that eagle. If you'll just enter into God's rest, you'll rise higher, you'll overcome every obstacle, and you'll live that life of victory that God has in store. Amen. Do you receive it today? I know you do. We never like to close our broadcast without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Would you pray with me? Just say, Lord Jesus. I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if you prayed that simple prayer, we believe you got born again. Get in a good Bible-based church. Keep God first place. He's going to take you places that you've never dreamed of. Thank you for listening to the Joel Osteen Podcast. Help us continue to share the message of hope with those all over the world. Visit joelosteen.com slash give hope to give a gift today. 
Thanks so much for listening to today's message. I hope you'll subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you inspired all through the week. We're praying for you. I know God's best is still ahead. We'll see you next time.